This podcast is sponsored by Explore Worldwide. Explore offers guided travel holidays from city breaks to honeymoons. Explore's local tour guides and their small group adventures give travellers the opportunity to experience a country and not merely observe it. Whether it's a food and drink tour in the hilltop towns of Tuscany or a walking tour in the rice fields of Vietnam, Explore puts their trust in the quality of their local tour leaders so you get a better insight into your holiday destination head to exploreworldwide.com hello and thanks for joining me it's thursday the 13th of may and here's the very latest on travel and destinations from the green list now today i'm talking about a company that is wanting you not to book for travel this summer it's on the beach As I speak, the Competition and Markets Authority is sending out 100 letters to travel firms warning them to respect the refund rights of holidaymakers. So what sort of tricks have they been up to? And you might recall yesterday I was talking about a possible direct ferry service from the UK to Porto in Portugal. And that set me thinking, what other sea links could be brought back? Now, this podcast is completely free, but if you want to support us, please consider subscribing to my new weekly travel email. Simon called us Travel Week, which is also free and packed with insider money-saving tips. You can sign up at independent.co.uk forward slash newsletters. Now, while you're online, if you go to the front page of the website of On The Beach which is, as you probably know, a leading online travel agent, you will see we're not selling holidays for June, July and August. As they rightly point out, plenty of other companies will be more than happy to take your money, even though they're not sure yet what the additional costs or inconvenience might be. On the Beach says, we're not. There's too much unknown for us to take new bookings with confidence that they'll go ahead or for us to know the potential inconvenience or extra costs that customers might face. Now, you may well be confused at this. Why is a travel company saying don't book? And why are its rivals, and I'm thinking here in the past few days, um, EasyJet, TUI, saying not only should you book, but um, we'll take you to places which are on the amber list, meaning that you will need to self-isolate when you come back. Well, it's partly because on the beach, which is a pretty well-funded and, as far as I can see, well-run company, has had enough uncertainty. It's spent the last 14 months, like many other travel agents, refunding cash to people, sorting out their travel arrangements when government travel restrictions come in, when flights are cancelled, when hotels don't think it's worth their while opening, they are simply saying, "Okay, we have had enough. We don't believe that there is enough certainty about this summer, so we're staying out of it. Now, unlike some media reports which say that they've cancelled all holidays until the end of August, that's not the case. They are looking after people who've already booked. They just don't want to take any new bookings yet, just in case things go wrong. It may be, and we'll see on Monday, of course, when Portugal, we hope, opens up to the UK. 
uh, still no absolute clarity on what you will require there, uh, that things maybe have been going a bit better than on the beach fear. But the reason they can kind of afford to do this is because they don't have any capacity risk, which basically means they don't have to fill up empty hotel beds or plane seats. They just buy them as they need them. So it's caused a bit of a stir. And Derek Jones, who's the chief executive of Dare Touristic UK, which is the parent company of Kuoni and various others, said, uh, am I the only one who thinks with the testing, testing and testing, this, i.e. disruption, is super unlikely? Headlines like this will cause the industry no good when we are quietly building back. Bear in mind that even the Greenlist countries, the Transport Secretary has said, if it's necessary because of a new upswing in cases or a new variant, we won't hesitate to act fast and withdraw green status. So, uncertain times, looking even more uncertain perhaps, but we shall see. And once overseas holidays are permitted again, then a year on from the real awfulness where many people were unable to get refunds, the competition and Markets Authority has written to the most complained about package travel firms, a hundred of them, to say, uh, just remember what you're supposed to do. Number one, if a trip is cancelled because of disruption, because of travel restrictions or whatever, then I get a refund within two weeks. That's what the package travel regulations say. And the Competition and Markets Authority say, well, we've checked and it looks to us that um, lots of companies were not telling the truth. They weren't saying, of course, you can have your money back. They were uh, kind of steering people to take vouchers or telling them that they couldn't get a refund until the airline had given the money back to the company that put together the package. That's not correct. So they've been warned that they will need to toe the line. And if they are not, then the Competition and Markets Authority may take action. And a subject which has been quite heavily discussed is going to countries on the amber list. These are the ones where there's basically uh, self-isolation, 10 days at home, when you come back, not hotel quarantine. And the Foreign Office doesn't warn against travel to all amber list destinations. And that includes places like the Canaries. It includes various lovely Greek islands. And holiday companies are sending people to those destinations. Now, if it's a matter of choice, that's great. If it's a matter of the company saying, you've got to go here or you'll lose your money, well, the Competition and Markets Authority says... That is not good. And a couple of responses I've seen this morning. Uh, Rory Boland, the editor of Which Travel, says it's extraordinary. A regulator must warn 100 firms not to break the law, but it reflects how poorly many travel firms have acted. I think it would be quite good, and this is me speaking here, to get some names of the companies which have behaved extremely well. And I would probably put at the top of that list uh, Jet2, certainly among the major companies. And Julie Loboe Said, who's chief executive of Vantage Travel Partnership, representing lots of travel agents, says, I think this reflects a system that the pandemic broke. My team worked tooth and nail to help my members, human travel agents, in fighting for 100% refunds for their customers, and many paid out of their own pockets. 
So, if you were listening yesterday, well, thank you. And you might recall we were talking about this new ferry link. Uh, Brittany Ferries sees an opportunity because of the green list, which at the moment includes Portugal, but no countries to which you can sail direct by ferry. So they are actively contemplating a new ferry link from either Portsmouth or Plymouth to Porto, the absolute gem of northern Portugal, probably of the northwestern Iberian Peninsula, if that's not too much of a a specific title. I've been wondering about other links that could be filled. And I've been helped with this by Nikki Gardner, who is co-editor of Hidden Europe, a fabulous magazine that you might wish to subscribe to. She's also co-editor of Europe by Rail. So she points out that we have had ferries from Britain to Portugal before, but this was um, going back, what, 50 years. There was a, a ferry to Lisbon from Southampton took 40 hours, took 700 people, 200 cars, and once a week it was extended to Tangier in North Africa. Can you imagine Hampshire to Morocco in a single ferry journey? I think that sounds great. Um, I'd love to see, talking of going places by ferry, if the link from Newcastle to Stavanger and Bergen in Norway were restored, then you would have a one-change link to the Hurtigruten, which, if you don't know it, is the most spectacular ferry I know of. It goes right around the coast of uh, Norway, almost to the Russian border. Of course, I'm very happy to know about your chosen ferry trips, and it's very easy, I hope, to get in touch with me. You can just uh, find me at s at holes.tv or you can tweet me at simon calder so for now that's all i'll be back tomorrow thanks for listening don't forget to subscribe and review if you possibly can and do subscribe to my weekly travel email which is also free and you can sign up at independent.co.uk forward slash newsletters and all the latest news is available 24 hours a day at independent.co.uk talk tomorrow goodbye 